Hi, and welcome to White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. My name is Josh Bashinsky. Today I have with me our Black Hat co-host, Clint Butler. Say hi, Clint. Hi, Clint. <laughs> oh, I need to mute myself. I always forget to mute myself. And of course, I love the sound of my own voice, as, as we all know. And uh, we're also very lucky today to have with us Tyler from SEMrush. Say hi there, Tyler. Hey, hi, Tyler. <laughs> now, if there was any confusion as to where you worked, you have that beautiful banner in the background. Yeah, yeah. So people are definitely know that this is this is SEM Rush. <laughs> exactly. Now, if there's any confusion as to where I work, apparently I work somewhere in Arizona because that's the, the banner I have my background with dinosaurs or something. But so, welcome to White Hat versus Black Hat. This is if you've never watched the show before. This is a show about SEO, all about SEO. It's the best SEO show that there is, quite frankly. It helps us that there's not many SEO shows out there, <laughs> but we are still the best SEO show, giving you all the best tips in both White Hat SEO and Black Hat SEO, and we occasionally debate as to what is better, White Hat SEO or Black Hat SEO, or at least maybe a better question, a better way of putting it would be, say, what is better for you and your business and what the goals you want to accomplish. And today we're very lucky because Tyler's going to give us uh, another uh, tour of SEMrush, which if you have been living under a rock and are not aware, that is a premier SEO tool, probably one of the premier SEO tools for sure uh, that you could have in your uh, toolbox to definitely uh, accomplish a lot of SEO goals. And so later on in the show, Tyler is going to be giving us uh, some new SEO goodies and SEO secrets that you can uh, get out of SEMrush. It's not just a tool to check other people's rankings. You can do a lot more with it, apparently. <laughs> and so he's going to show us a whole lot of that stuff. But before we do, we're going to get to a segment. Uh, before we do that, we're going to get to a segment in the show I like to call What's New in White Hat SEO and What's New in Black Hat SEO. So what's new in White Hat SEO? I'll start it off. Um, not a lot. I mentioned last week that Danny Sullivan is now working for Google. Uh, he's kind of uh, uh, inhabiting. He used to be, of course, for those of you who don't know, Danny Sullivan has been in the SEO industry for as long as there's been an SEO industry forever. Uh, he was formerly of uh, search, uh, search uh, marketing land, search engine marketing land. Uh, and he formerly uh, was very much involved in running and or hosting the SMX uh, conferences where he often would interview people from Google, including Matt Cutts and Gary Elish and people like that. Now he's, he's turned tides. He's turned, he's turned sides. I don't know what you want to call it. He's now working for the enemy, so to speak. He's now working for Google. And I, I, I tweeted at him. I said, well, this is funny. Who's going who's gonna to interview you now at that conference? Are you going to interview yourself? You're going to have a mirror. You're going to talk back and forth or something like that. It's going to get very, very existential very quickly. So uh, that's a new piece of news. Another new piece of news is that um, uh, there has been another shakeup in the SERPs. You know, I mean, it's not really news. There is every month there seems to be a shakeup in the SERPs. But but uh, Barry Schwartz did mention very recently there's been a shakeup in the in the search results, and also uh, this mobile first index they've been talking about. They've already started to roll it out. So uh, not surprisingly, um, uh, as many people predicted and expected, they kind of just snuckily started rolling it out without even telling us that they're doing it. Uh, and then uh, they mentioned you know, months after the fact, oh, yeah, we've already started to roll it out. And the way they're talking about it, it really does seem that um, uh, it's only going to affect certain sites, like bigger sites or sites that are more mobile related. John Mueller in a recent Hangout did mention that Certain sites are not going to be applicable for the mobile first index, largely because they don't have a, a mobile component or, or a very large mobile presence. 
So this is a change from what they've been saying. This is very interesting. So will your site be in the mobile first index? Do you have to worry about this? Well, it's very hard to say. I would say to make an educated guess, I would say, well, is most of your traffic coming from mobile? Then maybe you're going to be in the mobile first index, and maybe that's something you need to look at. Clint, do you have any, any thoughts about that? Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you based off of what he was saying and the stuff that we got from the SMX East, those little tidbits that came out in Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's kind of the same. If you're getting a lot of mobile traffic, then you need to be paying attention to this. But if you're just getting regular, you know, most of my clients were all just getting kind of getting regular traffic anyway, so we don't really have to worry too much about it. I've always kind of put it on the position though, if you're going to do like an information site, that kind of stuff, just throw an amp on there and go ahead and take advantage of it. It's not going to kill anything. So, Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, politically, everyone knows my political position. I won't, I won't go on a 20 minute rant about it, but <laughs> I was hoping that, that, that amp would die. It's just another kind of way Google's taking over the internet uh, for their own, but it doesn't seem like it's dying. It doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. And so I have to kind of bite the bullet and tell my clients, well, Clint's right. If you just have an information site and you're not really doing anything fancy for your mobile, you can go out pretty quickly, especially with some WordPress plugins that exist. Uh, and uh, you can get response times that are just blisteringly fast. And that might be a good idea to do as much as I politically hate it, uh, giving Google your website. Basically, uh, it might be a good technological uh, uh, tech, tech SEO thing uh, thing to do. So. So, is there anything new in the black hat end of uh, end of the world? There, uh, honestly, not not really. Just testing out some new things. We actually started playing with, uh, coincidentally, SEM Rush. I didn't know you were going to have him on today. So, that's <laughs> uh, and just and you know, playing with some of their site audit tools. I'm sure he'll go over some of that. I have some improvements, obviously, that I would recommend. But um, I think it's for for us really it's the kind of the same old same old just seeing where the 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 line is and how close we can get to it maybe even step on it a little bit before you get punished so i'm testing a lot of stuff now to some of my money sites just to uh, make sure that they work and i'm finding web twos that are built out right profile links even form profiles those are coming back uh pretty decent um and then I'm also smashing the crap out of Google Cloud with uh, GSA Seer. I got a, almost a million and a half links to a Google Cloud site right now, just to see Ooh. what it would do. So, <laughs> ooh, that sounds like some some interesting black hattery we'd like to hear about. And so, and I just noticed now that also we've also been uh, graced to be joined by Keith here. Keith, do you want to introduce yourself very quick? Hey, everybody. Um, I was actually on a new device, so hopefully you can hear me okay. We can hear you. Um, Keith Evans out here in Boise, uh, totally loved attending the White Hat Black Hat uh, event in Vancouver, and so been a long fan of Josh. And uh, do I cheat sometimes? Well, yes, we put on a gray, black, but when clients are paying you money, you try to stay with the white hat and clean as possible. There you go. <laughs> so thanks for joining us, Keith, and thank you for mentioning the uh, White Hat versus Black Hat uh, conference that was uh, uh, in my neck of the woods uh, just a few months ago. We will be uh, talking about that in the future for the next one coming up next year, but it's much too early for me to start uh, trying to give you the hard sell on that, so I won't, I won't give you guys that right now. Okay, so without further ado, I want to give uh, Tyler the maximum amount of time to show us all the secrets he's got in SEMrush because Tyler has another meeting he's got to get to pretty quickly. So, 
Tyler, I'm just going to throw it over to you. Guys, if you have any questions about SEMrush, if you have any questions about how to get it, there's a link for a free trial in the description down in the bottom of this video on YouTube. You can click that link. It's bit.ly slash SEMrush-free-trial. You can click on that to check out SEMrush. And also, Tyler's going to be showing you all kind of great uh, SEO goodies from SEMrush. Tyler, take it away. Show us yeah. what you got. Uh, that's, I'm going to share my screen. All right, we're going to do this. OK, cool. So uh, first of all, uh, movements in the SERP, right? If this is something that concerns you, well, we have a tool. It's free, actually, that can give you an idea of, like, are there changes? So here we have, right now, it's kind of quiet. But yesterday, it was, I think it was pretty high. I mean, here we see October, beginning of October, it was pretty high. Right. And it dipped. So if you're ever wondering. Some of the volatility that, that Barry was telling us about. Yeah. And I've never seen it get above, I've never seen it get up to 10. I, I think last month, no, no, end of September, I saw it get to its highest at like 9.6. So you can click here and go, let's see, like October, beginning of October. So it was pretty high. Um, and then based on like if you have projects set up with us, or you can just go to overview and see categories, industry categories here, um, and changes there. And then look, even a Google update, Columbus Day, because anytime Google makes an update, uh, us as a company has to discern what, what, what that change was and figure it out, because obviously Google's not gonna come out and say, hey, we made a change, or yeah, we made a change, it was a month ago. So um, another nice thing about having a, a subscription is seeing these updates. Yeah, not, I mean, they don't often tell us what it's about. They bragged about RankBrain because they were so happy about it. They bragged about it quite a bit, quite openly, uh, much more openly than I was expecting. But another thing you had on your screen there was very interesting. I'm just gonna give focus to your screen. Um, it's interesting you can break down the SERP volatility by category there on the left. Mm -hmm. That is a really nice feature because a lot of the reason why, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of, it's great for Barry Schwartz to donate his time. Barry Schwartz doesn't make very much any money off of SEO, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Um, his company makes medical software, as far as I know, a rusty brick. So he just does this kind of as a hobby. And, and when you consider it in that respect, it is kind of nice, you know, far be it for me to say nice things about Barry. <laughs> We've had a love-hate relationship for years. But I'll say this nice thing about him. He is donating his time, quite frankly, and he, he does donate a lot of time and, and does a pretty good job reporting what's going on, even though you know he has his own views and it might be slightly slanted, but show me a news source these days that isn't slightly slanted one way or the other, right? Right. So I think it's fantastic that, that uh, so it's great that he's reporting these these changes, but I'll just give your, fo your screen focus again, Tyler. Look at that on the left-hand side there. In SEMrush, you can see if in your niche there were changes or in, in your, your, your customer's niches there were changes. So yeah. that's very interesting diagnostically for just a general SEO, and that's very interesting for um, for people who just want to see. I I I do uh, internet and telecom. I just want to see if there was changes in my niche. I don't care about anyone else's niche. Oh, telecom. Do we have that? Uh, yeah, it's right there, right in the middle. Internet and telecom move up. I just uh, used, picked it as an example because my eyes fell on it. But sure. Yeah, so it's very interesting. You can see what kind of volatility are going on in your local area. So that's fantastic. What else do you got there, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, if you click news, you see news is changing all the time. So, you know, what better, whereas like news and then you got law and government not changing as much. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's the first thing. Like I said, it's free. Check it out. And this is desktop too, by the way. Uh, 
Nope, we're actually up for an award, I think, for that. But that's on the homepage right there, SEMR sensor, kind of hard to find. But no, I want to talk about backlinks. That's my favorite thing to do, backlinking. Um, it's not the easiest thing. It's probably the most misunderstood thing about SEO. Everyone gets the keywords and the on-page. And well, I'm going to talk about how to get backlinks. Okay. So we have <laughs> no a, one here is going to complain about that. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. So we have this tool. Uh, so first of all, what you're seeing in front of you is a dashboard. This dashboard is based on the website kidshealth.org. It's a or late 80s, early 90s uh, WebMD version for pediatrics uh, from a hospital system out of the, the state of Delaware. And we have this new tool that came out recently, Link Building. It's probably my most favorite tool to come out in a while because it took backlinking and streamlined it. So really all you need to know is how does your website fit in on other websites? And how can you pitch someone that you don't know, that you've never talked to or built report before to not only link to your site, but do something for them in return, content, what something, I don't know, whatever. So first of all, what you do, I already have this set up, but you put in keywords you're interested in ranking in. Easy. You send keywords, right? You put in 10 competitors that are close to you, that are battling for the SERPs, and then what SEMrush is going to do is give you prospects. So kind of like a lead list, if you're into sales, you have a list of qualified pages based on our algorithmic analysis and the domain quality here that you see in front of you. So again, this the website that we're, we're trying to get build backlinks for is an informational website for pediatric pediatrics. So uh, we're, I'm looking down the list and here I see first aid resource guide. Uh, anything with resource in just screams bells, right? Because I click on this and oh great, it's a .edu link, right? Regiscollege.edu slash first aid resource guide. Okay, okay, got some content, content, content. Oh, look at that. Resource links, and it's going to all kinds of places, WebMD, uh, this, that, and whatever. So as a website that has information on um, like first aid for kids, right? And this is a, uh, this is a college, great linking opportunity. Yeah. So what you can say to yourself is, do I do what's already listed? If I do, do I do it better, right? If I do it better, then that's a great pitch in and of itself. So you go add with, you select your outreach strategy. Um, is it a directory, link to an article, guest post, recover lost backlink, maybe add a different outreach strategy. These are just our suggestions based on what people typically do to get a backlink. Right, that's the standard white hat email outreach back, backlinking. And then that's, that's exactly it. You go to the in progress tab, email outreach. So that we will try and find email addresses for you to use to reach out. We'll give you wow. a template right here of like, this is to recover a broken link or a lost link. You can change it however you want, change the subject line, connect your Gmail right there, right? There's my, there's my email. We'll track the email for you. 
So was it read? Did they did they reply? Was it delivered? Um, so you outreach, you converse, you negotiate, whatever. And it's not just email too. That if they have like a contact page or a Facebook or a LinkedIn or no, I'm sorry, Facebook, Twitter contact page, we'll list that too. And so um, now you have this little like CRM right here to manage your outreach to your links. So you do a couple a day, you get however many email returns if they return your email, and hopefully you're getting links. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Just spend five minutes a day, send, send out three or four. You're going to get, it's like fishing, you're going to get some fish at some point, right? Or, or I don't know if you guys allow this in your terms of service, so please forgive me if what I'm about to say is against your terms of service, but you hire a VA, give them your SEM rush account, and say, go, build me yeah. links. Yeah, uh, that's, that's really, yeah, what it comes down to. It's the law of, law of numbers, right? The more emails you send out, the more likely someone is going to not only return your email, but then get a backlink. Um, and I want to I want to remind everybody that being the white hat versus black hat SEO show, this is this what you're doing right here is completely white hat. This is this is ye oldie. This is the standard way of getting backlinks for white hat. Uh, the white hat strategy is is email outreach. You imply you want a link. You show them how good you are, and and links happen. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. And Clint, what do you have to say about that? Honestly, I didn't even know that was in there. I mean, I neither did I. In my head, so <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. I know it's a huge. I mean, SEM is such a huge tool. They've got so much in it. This is why I love having Tyler come on and showing us different stuff. And we're we're already paying for SEM Rush, but we're not using this feature. What are we doing? Like this is insane. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Is we're always adding new stuff all the time that people forget that we add stuff and they're they're just used to going to the same thing when they log in and that's perfectly normal i mean it's complacency and that they don't they're so used to seeing the same thing they're so busy as as people who are trying to or, or used to staring at a screen all day that oh this exists too so and you already get enough emails in a day whether if we send out an email right or there's just so much noise out there that Sometimes you need that person to say, hey, this exists. So the only other thing I have to say about this tool specifically is, this is pretty cool, monitor your links. So here's all your active links, search, domain, URL, whatever. Here's a list of your lost backlinks, so links that are no longer pointing to you. Uh, over here we have, broken links right here. Uh, so links that are broken and then, hey, you reach out right there and boom, you know, let me recover that lost link. So, and connect search console here, bring in more links. If we don't have everything, mm. bring in some more. So connecting search console will be good because I have a little tip from John Mueller that I know that they purposely float in your most important links uh, into that list, both good and bad. Uh, so you wouldn't want to get the bad ones back, theoretically, but I know they float in your most powerful links that they think are the most relevant into the Search Console list. Well, that's funny you mentioned that. There's another tool to help you with that. It's called Backlink Audit. So this tool does the reverse. So you connect Search Console, 
and we'll bring in that's if you want to add links i mean we have our portfolio of links you have search console add to the list we're going to tell you bad links got this thing called toxic score it tells you all the things that it does or what why we think it's bad you know a d index domain mm. nothing, nothing worse than a d index someone who got purposely removed manually from google linking to you well that's not good that's not good yeah, that's we could have a debate about that because uh, Clint and I have uh, connections to SIA and they've claimed to have done uh, uh, some some research into that. But I I, I totally uh, understand and actually endorse your logic that if you're yeah. going to be looking at your links and decide which ones are probably not the greatest ones from DNDIC sites are it would be very high on my list for sure. Yeah, I mean there's other things, but that's why we sit this one at the top. So. Blackduck.net. I mean, it just sounds black hat to me. <laughs> Those nasty black hats and their crazy ducks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, from a non-secure site, HTTP. So there's two, two things you can do. And I know, Josh, you talk about this all the time. And we're, we're guess what? We're talking about it again. So uh, first option is to remove. So this is the white hat way of removing links. And so, like we saw in link building earlier, you email them. And instead of adding, you're going to say, please remove this link. I don't want it anymore. That's if we could find an email, which for this site, we couldn't. And usually for Black Hat sites, you're not going to be able to find an email because they're good at hiding that sort of thing. But Black Duck, do they got an email? No, but they have a Facebook. There's the guy's Twitter right there. There's a contact page link. Wow. <laughs> okay. So say Black Duck goes, ah, you know, I'm not gonna I'm gonna ignore this person. I don't care. They got or they gotta pay me a lot of money, which certainly happens. Mm -hmm. And it's the uh, unfortunate truth about the internet and and, and a misunderstood uh, part of the internet. So you getting your rankings are hurting, you need to get rid of this backlink. What do you do next? Well, this is and this is where you Josh is going to come in in just a sec, and we're going to disavow it. So <laughs> you click here, you select, and then you go delete, and now you go disavow. Because then you have here your list of disavow links, and then you connect. You know, another nice thing about connecting Search Console is not only are you importing your links, but then you you can send this disavow file straight to Search Console as uh, as well. So. Uh, I know. I noticed. It. I'm going I'm to highlight your screen again here. I notice here under domain, it tells you how many on the right hand side. It tells you how many links that domain covers as as yep. that SEMrush found. That's that's very interesting as well. Yep. So I was going to ask you, uh, Tyler, is there a way to automate some of these processes so you could automatically, like when it detects SEMrush detects you lost some good high powered links, it'll automatically email them and say, hey, you know. You know, so maybe our link got deleted. You know what's going on? Please get in contact. Is there a way to do that? No, there's no automation at this time. It's um, we we want you to personalize the email. Mm. Uh, we have, like I said, templates. So like you wouldn't be able to send it right away because the system asks you to rewrite the email. Um, we don't have any sort of alerts. I mean, we can certainly make a suggestion for alerts. I mean, with our rank tracking tool. We have alerts. So, hey, and anytime you have a suggestion, see here at the top, 
meet the link building tool, is it working well for you? Yes. Send feedback. Uh, uh, alerts for lost or broken links. Boom. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and then guess what? We received that. So, Fantastic. We've got a, a question here, a quick question. Maybe you can handle it from Isaac Hamelberger. He says he's a big fan of the content analyzer. Is it based on TFIDF? TFIDF. Content analyzer. So content analyzer is based on your uh, sitemap. So uh, it, all it does is analyze your sitemap file and then put it into a readable table. So I'll show you that in just a sec. Okay. While you're going there, is there? I know you guys did the connection now with Majestic. Are you guys planning on planning on doing something similar for uh, Ahrefs? Or not at this time. Nothing I'm aware of. Uh, Majestic integration is only with the backlink audit, so auditing the links pointing to your site. Right. Is there a way to import links? Like I do pulls from Majestic, Search Console, Moz, Ahrefs, all of them when I'm doing a backlink audit. Is there a way to yeah. import those spreadsheets into that tool? Again, only with backlink audit can you import. I believe. I don't think you can with uh, link building just because it's that new of a tool. But they, we are. That suggestion was already made, I know, because I did that personally, to add backlinks to, because you're right, I mean, uh, that would be a, a great, we don't, we, there are tools that have links that we don't have, there's link. There's links that we have that others don't have, I mean, that's, I, I, I know this, so um, we know this and uh, we're working on it. Sweet. Sweet. Now, the content analyzer, uh, like I said, analyze your sitemap. And it's in a readable format right here. So we have here the URL, title tag, meta, h1. And then if you scroll over, we have the author for that page, word count, backlink count, social share count, um, total shares. And then if you connect analytics, we have here uh, traffic. Nice. Including your bounce rate. Yeah. So sessions, session duration, bounce rate. So you get an idea of like what content's working for you. And you can manage your columns and uh, see more. Uh, I, I mean, because we, we got asked for this a lot. Here it is. And you can compare posts, track posts, um, total social shares, daily changes. So anyone content driven. This is this is your tool, and yeah, like I said, it's the one of twelve tools that make up an overall project here in SEMrush. It's kind of interesting. I mean, that largely was most of the functionality out of Screaming Frog, or at least last time I looked at Screaming Frog, which is a legacy SEO tool. So SEMrush built in the SEMrush, you have kind of a lot of the tools from Hrefs, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah, uh, for backlinks and whatnot. Uh, and link research tools to a lesser extent. You have a lot of the tools from, from Screaming Frog in there as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, why pay for all these tools? Why not just get SEM Rush? I guess, is your guys' uh, philosophy? Yeah, uh, that's really what it comes down to is uh, why, why have five tools? I mean, here's another one. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not SEO related, but the social media poster, where is it? There it is. I don't know if it's set up here, but I'm going to have to go to another project. So if you have Hootsuite, 
Mm. Now you can do that in SEM Rush. So cut down on those subscriptions and go with one. And here, I'll show you what that looks like real quick. So you want to post on Twitter or Facebook right now? Here you go. And you can schedule posts, I take it? Yes. That's the first thing that pops up is an editorial calendar. So here we go. Oh, boom. Got my Twitter hooked up right there. Um, here's your queued post. I don't have any queued up. Published post and drafts. And here's a, here's a cool little extra, as they say in the development world. Um, you connect an RSS feed. You can post right from that RSS feed right here. So you click here, schedule. And then so here's what the post looks like. So there's there's the preview. Here's the box. Add whatever. Uh, schedule it. Time of day. Boom. Good to go. Sweet. Um, Isaac followed up. He said he's sorry. He meant the SEO content template. Content template. Ah, that's a great. F is uh, I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but it is a uh, an algorithmic way of analyzing your content that's more complex than just say uh, exact specificity of keywords. Well, so what I can say about this tool is, you put in a keyword. Give me a keyword. Any keyword. Uh, uh, lawyer, Los Angeles. I can't spell. <laughs> Los Angeles, Angelinos. Well, you can. What's nice is that you can select the SERP source. So, boss. Uh, yeah, sure. Pick one. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Los Angeles. There we go. They just want to do lawyer, I guess, is the search phrase. Yeah, lawyer. It's pretty generic. I don't know how many people would actually just be searching lawyer. <laughs> I just need a lawyer. <laughs> For what? I don't know. I just need one. Wow. Uh, I work in film. I need a lawyer. There's <laughs> <laughs> bad things going on right now. I met a guy named Harvey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Class action lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pretty generic. Fine lawyers is ten, and this is like I said in LA. And then you have common keywords among the top ten, and then you have common backlinks, average text length, and then how are they using the how are they using the keyword? So you can spot stuffing pretty quickly. Well, that, that's all pretty impressive. And again, it's impressive to me because I've been using SEMrush for years, and I didn't know half this stuff was in there, right? Well, to be fair, I'm showing you stuff that is pretty new, uh, with most, most all within the last year, some within the last month. So. Oh, okay. Good. I don't feel quite as bad then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this tool. This tool, not even, I would say not even six months did we have this. And all those tools I showed you in the project was like last, wow, two months. To, I don't know, it's hard, hard to keep track of all these things. I, uh, I, I often talk about Cora, Ted Kabitis' software, and I, I say that you could conceivably just use that software. I don't know, Clint, you may agree or disagree, but I think you've agreed with me in the past that you could conceivably just use that software and kind of base your whole SEO philosophy on what the software says. 
I think that SEMrush now, if, if you don't mind me saying, I think it's approaching the point where this could be your complete tool. You could spend all your time in SEMrush and do all your SEO based out of SEMrush and probably, in my opinion, from what I'm seeing now, not do too half a bad a job at it. Yeah, I think this would be a good intermediate tool. If Cora was advanced, this would be a great intermediate tool for anyone to kind of get in there and start doing stuff. I like the side audit stuff. So, In, in terms of how hard it is to understand or how user-friendly it is. Yeah. Cora is very spreadsheet intensive. <laughs> very like here's a here's a here's a correlation a correlation coefficient. You're like what is that? What's going on? You got you got to do a little bit of science to understand Cora. Well, I think what it comes down to is uh, it's philosophy of development of software in general, and that is it's very easy to make a tool that's hard to understand, and it's very hard to make a tool that's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've SEMrush is an international company, and working at an international company, I've learned I've learned a big hurdle. That's not it's indicative here and anyone else that works with locations worldwide, and that's communication. Like when a new tool comes out, what's the best wording to use? What what words do we not use? Uh, <laughs> down to placement on the tool, like how can we attract people to this? Uh, to to this new tool and why we have these like little beta and new and it's different colors and all that matters it really really does and like make it easy it takes a longer time and you know if you're first to market it doesn't have to be right so that's that's an interesting point you know if you're first to market it doesn't have to be absolutely perfect just just good enough but I mean I think this is a little bit better than just good enough yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, side audit. Uh, let me share my screen again. Hold on. Let's get out of do that. Up oh, here we go. So, like side audit. I mean, this is the second most popular tool used, and this looks at crawls. So it hasn't really changed much, except for oh, look at that AMP. So now we we detect AMP issues. So, like it or not, we've we think it's important. So that's why we're going to include it inside audit. So, are your pages A and P ready? Find out inside audit. Cool. Can you go? Uh, if you just want to scroll up there, Tyler, what else do you got on that that side audit? Oh, so I mean, I mean, there's everything. I mean, duplicate, broken, whatever. Uh, Redirect issues. Oh, new new one recently. Redirect loops. Hmm. Uh, so if you have a redirect loop, we'll tell you that. I know that was a big thing. Redirect. There it is. Redirect loop. There's another one. Redirect chain and loop right there. So and we tell you what that is. So you go. I don't know what this means. Well, there you go. Um, doesn't mean that that's what is causing it. It could be something totally different. I'll give you a great example. Something I see very very common when people are doing site audits is they have, oh, I think actually this site has it, yeah. So duplicate title tags and you go, wow, why do I have so many duplicate title tags? I go, I have two of everything. Well, if, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but no, not for this one. Hold on, I gotta go back. I think um, I know what you're gonna say though, the yeah. uh, URL parameter. Um, SSL certification. Oh, okay. So not title tag, content issue. 
you go, yeah. So non-secure and secure pages being being totally the same, and they're just not the non-secure are just not redirecting. So it's not like you have two pages. I mean, technically you do. It's just when you got the SSL because everyone was saying you got to do it to maintain rankings that you forgot to forward the non-secure. Right. Uh, Is there? I don't know if you guys have added it yet. Because I haven't missed in there in a couple of days, so well, actually a couple of weeks. But let's say I have, let's stick with the duplicate title tag as an example. And you have a blog page, and it has, you know, there's your blog page, and then you have page one, two, three, four of your blog page. And then the tools, even SEM Rush, are bringing it up is because the the paginated, you know, page two, three, four, and five will keep the same title tag of the blog. And yeah. then throw it as, a, as an error in here. And is there a way to like, okay, I know about that. Let me whitelist it so that your tool doesn't keep telling me over and over and over again. And then I have to dig through that noise to get the real problems. Gotcha. So what you do is, and yeah, yeah, pagination. That's a that's a great example. Uh, two ways. Two ways you can do this. First, you can go to settings, everybody's favorite place, and you go to not mask but parameters. And you drop in that pagination right here. So backslash whatever you do the subfolder, and then the pagination will totally skip that. Uh, the other thing you can do is you can hide the issue. So we're this is crawled pages. So issues per crawl page. You go into here. I guess no, actually you have to do it. You have to do it by type. So you go duplicate title tags. So issues, typical title tags. I guess we'd have to do it for all of them then. All right, so the only way to hide is overall. So you see this little hide issue? Mm -hmm. This would hide all duplicate title tags. So for pagination, you'd have to identify, the, like I said, the subfolder and then the number by going into remove parameters in the settings. OK. Yeah, because like some of my sites will do uh, like no follow some of the internal links, contact us, all that stuff to kind of help the bots crawl around and stuff, or no index them. And then these tools will report it to us because we did it. And it's like, I, it just kind of covers up the re the important stuff that we didn't intentionally do, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's nice to be able to white label individual things. Whenever looking at this tool or any tool or explaining a tool to a client or to whoever's writing your writing your check, that what you see here is just based on an algorithm. Yes. So, because the algorithm doesn't know what you know, Clint, and and as long as you can convey that to whoever you're doing this for to say, yeah, though it says this, it's a dumb algorithm, right? The algorithm only knows as much as it was programmed. Um, that when you contextualize and say, actually, this is not an issue, um, here's why, then it should be fine. So, uh, The biggest thing I like to take away, if, if anyone hasn't used this, and I won't tell you where I got it, but we've seen that if you get that total score in the 90s, you're going to rank. So That's good to hear. Just maybe it's a little bit of... Uh, taking what you said, you know, knowing able to be able to filter through like the, your site, you got 47,000 errors according to the tool, but you know as an SEO that there's probably not 47,000 errors on there. Right. 
or if there are, it was done on purpose. So, um. And there's two other things I'll say that. First, um, errors impact search the most. So if you're gonna be doing anything, you wanna focus on errors first, uh, and then, then warnings. So make sure you have no errors. That's what's gonna impact your total score the most is the errors, the error count. And then second is as SEO evolves, so does site audit and, and us as a company. So scan weekly, because you'd be surprised what happens when you rescan, even if you didn't do anything on the site. What was broken could be fixed the next day, what could be fixed could be broken. It really depends on also the trends of what's going on as far as like how Google is updating their system. Makes sense. All right, I asked if these guys have any more questions for you on, uh, I know you gotta be running there soon, Tyler. Uh, Keith, did you have any thoughts on SEMrush? While you're thinking about that, Keith, I, I mean, I like that link uh, capability. You're crawling the entire web. It makes sense that you'll find the emails for a lot of these different sites and the contact info for a lot of these different sites. So I think it's fantastic that you guys have found that. Uh, Mark Zygard has asked, can different social accounts be added for individual businesses in the content poster? Uh, well, you would, so if it's for multiple businesses, you would need multiple projects. So you make a different project for each one and you can put a different business into that project. Yep, that's the whole idea. Like each project is a domain. So ideally each project is a business and then whatever you do for that business, it happens in that one project. The number of projects per subscription varies as well. How many projects can you run? Does it depend on your, your account? Oh, yeah, it depends on your subscription level. So we have, for those who are not familiar, we have Pro, Guru, Business. Pro has five, Guru has 50, uh, Business has 200, then there's Enterprise. We can certainly talk about that. Um, and then number of keywords to track. We didn't really talk about that much, uh, so. Yeah, so give him a call. <laughs> give Tyler <laughs> a call and he'll he'll pour honey in your ear and suddenly you'll be wanting to buy SEM rush. But I mean, I think it's, I mean, all joking aside, I think it's really interesting kind of the position you guys are in for the SEO industry. Like I said, it, it it's kind of neat how you're kind of taking over everything. You're kind of the Google of, of Google tools. So does that make any sense? I, I mean, it's, it's, we, we like to see us, see us as the tools that Google didn't build and, and just complement what Google didn't build. Uh, and, and, but we ask for a subscription dollar whereas Google just wants your information. <laughs> true, true. So, um, Keith, did you have any thoughts or any suggestions or questions or comments there that you, that you were thinking of? If you're um, uh, uh, the SEM rush, it's such a powerful tool that it's not intimidating, however. And as you want to grow an agency, grow with a client, figure out what's happening, it will grow with you. You know, like we all discovered, there's a lot of items in there that we didn't even know. And you see a lot online, especially new folks into SEO. How do I get backlinks? How do I make this work? How do I do the outreach? Well, it's all right there in SEM Rush. It can really even elevate your overall SEO understanding to deliver better value. Sounds like he dropped the mic. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> no, I was just chatting. I was just chatting. Okay. Oh, so Tyler joined and rejoined. Tyler right. has a clone. This is the clone of Tyler. 
I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Tyler, your clone also works for SEM Rush. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, he, he, he just like uh, went in. He actually had a meeting, and here I am. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Okay, well, we don't seem to have that many uh, other questions coming up for uh, yourself there, Tyler. So thanks very much for presenting SEM Rush for us today. I I liked all the tools you have in there. I like all the stuff that you have in there for sure. Um, I, I I'm going to be watching SEM Rush. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting for the industry to, to see kind of how SEM Rush is adding other tools, kind of quasi functionality in there, and uh, your 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 path to global dominance <laughs> is, wow. is coming. So we, we we certainly appreciate it. It's it's the, the help of our subscription dollars that we receive from our users is what propels us to the next level, and we have a lot of great stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, I'd love to talk about it, but. As, as it gets closer, then I'll be able to. So Ooh, now uh, you're tantalizing us. Can you give us a hint? Um, <laughs> like a riddle of some kind. <laughs> it rhymes with. It, it, I'll, I'll just say word research on something besides search engines. So. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Keyword research on something besides search engines. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so let's. I'll just speculate, and and you just blink or just just have a <laughs> poker face right now. So uh, I would say uh, social media. I would say probably. No. Way. no I would way. say maybe Google Trends, perhaps. No. Amazon. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> if, if you're if you're if you're uh, canvassing for ideas, what I'd really like to see, and I already use SEM Rush for this. This is a, a, a tip that actually we talked about at the, the conference that Keith mentioned that we just had a few months ago. Uh, Mike, uh, Mark Zygart, who's watching right now, is the one who came up with this tip, is using SEMrush for niche, uh, for niche research. You just you do a, 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 a ranking report on like Amazon.com or some big retailer like that, and you see what, uh, what the most popular products they're ranking for and the least popular products they're ranking for. And then you can filter also by CPC, so you can tell how much money is behind that product. That product, and you can yeah. also filter by uh, trends to see if that that product is trending up, if it's trending down. And this is a good way to do a niche research, which I like in your tool quite a bit. Um, I, I'd like to have more tools that way. I want SEM Rush to tell me what the new hot products coming up for 2018 are that I should jump on the affiliate bandwagon and get there really quick. <laughs> what can you do there? Uh, so yeah, it's definitely about products, but that's all I can really say at this point. <laughs> Amazon. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I knew it. That's interesting. That's interesting. So, uh, all right. Well, you guys, you heard it here first. Uh, that's going to be really cool coming out because I've been scrounging around, and right now there are no good tools how to find good niches anymore. It was like back in the AdSense days, they had there's ten different tools where you could do niche research and find the the hottest new affiliate products coming up, the new niches coming up to rank for. Yep. And then they all went dark, I guess because they're making too much money. They didn't want to share it anymore. I'm not really sure why. Or, you know, a lot of it's actually they got asked or forced to shut down. So, right. I mean, yeah. people trying to build Facebook advertising research platforms, I mean, Facebook will, you know, you, you know, take it down. And so that's something else you got to consider is, uh, uh, dancing around the the big guy's feet and making sure that you don't step on it. 
Hmm. Wise words. Wise words for Mr. Wilson. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that's the top of the hour. I know you got to run, Tyler. So, and no one else seems to have any many questions. So that's fantastic. Thank you again, Tyler, for that demonstration. I thought it was awesome. Uh, we'll end the show on uh, uh, our final segment, which I like quite a bit, which is um, uh, the random topic section. I feel lucky. So this is what I do here. I go to Google. Let me share my screen. I will go to Google here, and I will go to Google.ca. They don't let me go to Google.com anymore. That's another thing that's And I will just click the I'm feeling lucky button, and we get, we get Google's Day of the Dead and a whole bunch of Google stuff. Do you remember when this used to give you search results? <laughs> Now it gives you Google doodles, so that's interesting. So Day of the Dead is what uh, we're feeling lucky about. I don't know if that feels very lucky at all. <laughs> that seems kind of like bad news. Bad news, Brown. I noticed my uh, search, injury search history popped up there. An extra 10 points for anyone who tells me who does my acupuncture. <laughs> who goes back in the video and pauses it. Hopefully I haven't searched anything weird in there. <laughs> this, could get, this could get quite embarrassing, but an extra 10 points who tells me who, who my acupuncturist is here in town. Okay, so thanks very much, guys. Keith, Clint, do you have any final words you want to say? Uh, I don't. I think, uh, you know, we looked at this tool. A lot of people may think that we're trying to run an ad for you. Honestly, we're not. It's kind of in line with our site audits and everything else. And you need to educate yourself on the tools that are available to you. And if it sounds like an ad, then you're probably in the wrong business anyway, because this thing is, uh, you know, it's designed to to help you make you better uh, and make more money. And it's regardless of the tool you use. Eventually, you're going to have to use a tool <laughs> right. to figure out when it works. Yeah, and if, 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 you're, if you have a low tolerance to sales pitches in marketing, I got news for you. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to give sales pitches. You're going to receive sales pitches. There's going to be nothing but sales pitches going on back and forth. So, uh, no, Welcome but I, I, Helena, was, he's the one he was referring to in the chat there. And actually, I, I smiled at Helena. I said, I get it. <laughs> I mean, you know, but... You guys don't know how many tools I turn away from the show, right? I get emails every week of people wanting to be on this show, and it's only a select few I actually let on, and it's only the good stuff, stuff that I, I honestly, that I use, I do use. I use Cora, I use SEMrush. I have accounts on both, and uh, I, I'm a member of SIA. I only I show you stuff that I think is good. That's how you know I'm different than, oh, I don't know, Alex Becker or something like that, or, or Backlinko, or that. that's the difference between me and those guys, maybe is that I actually believe in this stuff and I have some research behind this stuff and I think it's actually good. So well, if you don't, that was the, the topic of the show today, if you don't like it, <laughs> well then don't buy it. You know, there's plenty of other tools out there. I'm hoping to have Tim Solo, the chief marketing officer from Ahrefs, I hope to have him on the show in a couple of weeks. He's in uh, Singapore and so the time difference is kind of weird. Uh, Clint, I'll tell you now, Clint's never heard of this. Clint, I'll tell you now, we might have to do a show on Sunday evening. I don't know if you're, that's possible, but we'll have to discuss it. But he's way out in Singapore. But I want to have uh, Ahrefs on here. I want to have Majestic on. I want to have all the good tools on. I'm trying to get Rand Fishkin on here. I'm trying to get other top white hats on here to talk and debate a little bit. I got top black hats on here already to talk and debate a bit. So anyway, so that's the show. So if you like it, great. If you don't, great. <laughs> Whatever you're going to do. If anything, just look at it this way. 
you know, Josh, I'm sure, has been there. I've been in there where you're jumping from tool to tool to tool to tool, blowing money on this crap, uh, and we're just kind of cutting you or just reducing your learning curve a little bit and showing you the stuff that's good. For me, I pay for Ahrefs and I pay for SEMrush. Mm -hmm. And I have URL Profiler and Screaming Frog. Those are my tools. But I've tested tons of other ones, but those are the ones that I use. So, uh, you know, we're you just... Have Cora too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and Cora. I just don't want to kind of look at... We don't want you to just... We're not going to pitch you crap all the time. And we're just trying to reduce your learning curve. And part of the learning curve is tools. Uh, white hats and black hats need it. So Yeah, you, you do have a point. I mean... Just on our, our, our Skype group, our White Hat versus Black Hat Skype group today, uh, we were talking about the tools that we use. And there are just some tools you have to use. Like, um, again, from my White Hat perspective, you have to use Search Console. If you don't use Search Console, you don't know whether you have a manual penalty or not, because that's the only place they tell you. So I mean, you have to at least install it once to see, and then you can uninstall it if you want, if you're scared of Google's going to watch you or whatever. But so that's the you just got to use some tools. And we thought this tool was fantastic. And we're going to give them their shot to, to show us what they got. So thanks very much, you guys, for watching. Uh, thanks very much. Again, this has been White Hat versus Black Hat SEO Show. If you have any SEO questions at all, I will give you my contact information. If you have any questions about the show, SEMrush, anything like that. Again, there's a free trial link at the bottom. You can click it if you want or not. Don't click it. If you don't want to click it, don't click it. I'm not forcing anybody to click it. Uh, if you have any SEO questions, uh, by all means, I try and help for free as much as I can. If it's a five-minute question, I can give you a five-minute answer. Uh, at joshpashinsky at gmail.com. Uh, if you need further audits or more stuff like that, by all means, contact me as well. You can also follow me at, on Twitter at Josh Bashinsky, where I share a lot of different Google knowledge and SEO stuff, and more videos like this, the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. And I have more videos coming up actually very soon on my SEO Hangout kind of uh, vibe uh, about how to do a great SEO audit. I'll be having that come up as well. You can follow me at youtube.com slash J-B-A-C-H-Y-N-S. Clint, please give us your contact info too. Uh, you can reach me at digitalear.com. Uh, email is info at digitalear.com. And then I have a Facebook group. It's uh, Marketing Masters. Uh, if you want, you can just get a hold of me somewhere and I'll hand you the link. But I'm not all widespread like Josh. <laughs> I need more social media accounts to contain my giant ego. It spills out into, into different, you know, Twitter's not big enough. I got to go to YouTube and then it spills a little bit out into Facebook here and a little bit of YouTube there, you know. So. Yeah. Okay, thanks very much, guys. I'm going to sign off. Again, thanks for watching. Uh, tune in next week, or Wednesday around noon. I hope to have Pacific time. I hope to have another White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show for you guys with all the best free tips and tricks for SEO. Thanks again, and good luck in the SERPs. Say bye, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> hey, Keith, you exist. <laughs> You're a real person. <laughs>